Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Now, there are four main reasons athletes underperform during competition, and they're honestly you know, probably not going to be what you first expect. Because most athletes that I work with, whenever they're underperforming during games, the first place that they look is going to be their mechanics. Have you ever experienced this? You're underperforming during games, so you start to overanalyze your mechanics and scrutinize your mechanics. But here's very, one very important question you want to ask yourself. Am I doing well right now in practice? If you're doing well in practice, then you have the skills required to succeed during games. So it's not necessarily that you lack skills for competition. But in all honesty, your mechanics might have changed for competition, but it's not really going to be a mechanical issue that's causing that change. It's going to be a mental block or a mental challenge. An example is an athlete that I've been working with right now who is experiencing a different type of mechanics during games, but during practice, he's doing his mechanics just as he wants. What's happening is that, as we're going to go over in these reasons, you know, some of the pressure and the anxiety and the fear that he feels is actually causing him to perform differently from a physical standpoint. So let's get right into these four main reasons why athletes underperform and talk about them in a little bit more detail. So the first one is going to be performance anxiety. When you have performance anxiety, this is going to be one of the main reasons why you might be playing tense or even playing a a little timidly. Now, performance anxiety in sports is defined by extreme worries about what's going to happen in the future. It's driven by something known as outcome-oriented thinking. Outcome-oriented thinking simply means that your thinking is focused on the outcome. Now, as an athlete, you know, this isn't inherently bad because you want to get a certain outcome and you want to get a certain result from the game. But where this becomes a challenge is when you're too caught up in focusing on getting that outcome, you know, or, you know, better put and all more honestly what happens, you're worried about not getting that outcome, right? I don't want to strike out. What's going to happen if I miss this shot? What's going to happen if I fumble the ball? Right? When you start to have those worries about what's going to happen and specifically what you don't want to have happen, we see anxiety form. Now, anxiety going into a game is going to be felt on kind of the mental level, right, in terms of those worries that I was just talking about, but it's also going to be felt physically. These are going to be the physical symptoms of anxiety. I was working with a basketball player last year who, who told me that you know, when he went into games and he was feeling very anxious, he almost felt like he didn't have much control over his legs because the anxiety was so intense. I also worked with a tennis player who said she kind of blacked out before games when she felt so much anxiety because her mind was just racing all over the place. That's where we start to see the anxiety and the worries that you feel affect you on a physical level. Now, if you're going into a game with extreme worries and extreme anxiety, and it's affecting you physically, and it's also affecting you mentally, and all you can think about is how you don't want to mess up and you're really worried about what's going to happen, do you think you're going to then be able to play naturally and freely and just allow your talents to take over? Because whenever we're talking about performing well in games, that's a key thing. You want to just allow your natural talents and your natural skills that you've worked hard for to take over. Something that is near impossible when you're experiencing so much anxiety. So performance anxiety is going to be one of the main reasons why athletes underperform during competition. Now you might be thinking, okay, well, why why do I play well during practice? Well, think about it. Practice, there isn't going to be as much worry. Right? There's not going to be as much worries about what's going to happen because practice, you know, quote unquote, doesn't matter as much. Right? You're working to improve during practice 
Practice isn't the, isn't the time where you're getting judged as much. And now that anxiety is going to tie into the second reason why athletes underperform during games, and that's because of fear of failure. Fear of failure and anxiety go hand in hand because they're both worried about what's going to happen in the future, right? Fear of failure means that you have a fear of making a mistake. If you're anxious, you're worried about making a mistake. So the reason that the fear of failure is going to be a, is going to be a cause for underperforming during games is because if you are afraid of making a mistake, your goal has shifted. Your goal is no longer to play well. Your goal is just to avoid making mistakes. So one of the main things that I see happen there is that athletes actually hold themselves back during games, right? It's, it's the prime example of a basketball player kind of running away from the ball, not necessarily running the other way down the court, you know, but they just kind of hide. They're not going to the ball. They're not calling for the ball as much. Something I also see with soccer players, right? They're just not calling for the ball and trying to get into the action as much as they would if they were out there trying to succeed simply because they're out there trying to avoid failure. And there is a huge difference in terms of your confidence and in terms of your effort level when you're out there playing to avoid failure instead of being out there trying to succeed and working towards a goal of success. Now, an example I gave with performance anxiety was about a tennis player who kind of blacked out before before matches. Well, I've also worked with another tennis player who was dealing with fear of failure, and she actually changed her serve for her second serve if she faulted on the first serve. Because her second serve, she just tried to get the ball over the net, you know, kind of get some get some play going and everything. But when we looked at the percentages of her serves, of her second serve specifically, when she took some off, her percentages of good serves actually went down, right? So in her mind, she was thinking, okay, I'm just going to play it safe here. But playing it safe actually led to more mistakes. And that, is right, that right there is one of the key reasons fear of failure might hold you back. Because when you try to play it safe, you change the way you play. And when you change the way you play because you're playing it safe, a lot of times this increases the chances of making mistakes. Now, fear of failure is one of the main mental game challenges that I see in a lot of athletes that I work with within one-on-one mental performance coaching. Now, if you are an athlete and you're underperforming right now in games and you feel like it is something mental, then go ahead and click the link that I put in the description below to learn more about one-on-one mental performance coaching. Now, the third reason why athletes underperform during games is going to be perfectionism. This need to be and appear perfect right? Perfectionist athletes go into games thinking, I can't make any mistakes. Now you're going to see a parallel here between this and the fear of failure. And to be honest with you, all of these mental blocks that we're talking about play into one another because the mind, I mean, when we're dealing with these mental game challenges and everything, they're interwoven because we cannot separate one from the other, right? If you're dealing with perfectionism, you have this need to play perfectly. If you have this need to play perfectly, where you're setting that expectation of, I can't make any mistakes. I have to go in here. I have to play perfectly well then what's gonna happen is you develop the fear of failure because you don't wanna fail because what does failure mean? Failure means that you weren't perfect. But another reason why perfectionism is gonna limit your performance during games is the way that you actually respond to mistakes. A lot of times though, when you're dealing with perfectionism, one mistake means that you weren't perfect and so it's easy to lose your composure. And I see this loss of composure happen because of perfectionism in younger athletes all the way up to athletes at the professional level. But when you go into a game or a performance expecting perfection, meaning you expect yourself not to make any mistakes, as soon as you make a mistake, it's hard to let that go and move on because you feel like you failed that day. But we know that mistakes are going to happen. And for you to perform your best during games, you need to be able to not only let go of mistakes, but learn from mistakes and use those mistakes as ways to make quick adjustments and to improve. A prime example is baseball, right? In baseball, if you have a bat at bat, 
You need to be able to make an adjustment for that next at bat, whether it's a kind of an adjustment in terms of your approach or an adjustment facing that same pitcher, if you are going to face that same pitcher, your next at bat, but you need to be able to make that quick adjustment. If you're a perfectionist and you're getting so mad at yourself and you can't let go of the fact that, you know, you struck out your last at bat, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to learn from that at bat to increase your chances of success that second at bat. And then the fourth mental block that's going to cause athletes to underperform during games is going to be self-doubt. Self-doubt is, you know, it's the opposite of having self-confidence. You doubt yourself. You question your abilities. Now, why would this lead to underperforming? Well, the main reason that self-doubt is going to lead to underperforming has to do with second-guessing. Not being able to commit to decisions. A really good example of this is a quarterback that I worked with just this past fall. We talked a lot about making quick decisions on his reads. When he was doubting himself and he was doubting his you know, he was doubting his ability to make good reads, but he was also doubting his ability to make good throws. What happened was he was a little bit late on those decisions. And when you're a little bit late as a quarterback, just just as with a lot of sports, when you're a little bit late on making those decisions, the chances of you making a mistake skyrocket and the chances of him, you know, throwing a bad pass or getting the pass intercepted increased because he was not quick and effective with his decisions. So when you are an athlete and you're dealing with a lot of self-doubt, You might see mistakes increase because you are slower in terms of making decisions, but you also might see yourself just miss a lot of opportunities. We can also see this in basketball where a basketball player hesitates to shoot and that brief moment of hesitation due to self-doubt causes a defender to close in so now they're not open anymore and it also might make it more difficult for them to make a pass because their teammates equally are not open anymore. So we see that self-doubt and the second guessing and the questioning of yourself that self-doubt causes can lower your performance. And another reason why self-doubt can also lower your performance is it's, it's just due to playing timidly in a very similar way to the fear of failure and anxiety. And once again, we're going to see self-doubt play into that fear of failure and anxiety because if you're doubting yourself during games, you're questioning your ability. You're not fully confident that you can go out there and play well, which means you're going to start worrying more and more about, am I going to make mistakes? Is this going to be a bad game? And so on. So if you're an athlete right now underperforming during games, I want you to pay attention to those four areas. Performance anxiety, fear of failure, perfectionism, and self-doubt. Those are the top four reasons why I see athletes underperforming during games, but they might be performing well during practice. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw. And subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.